0: City of Hope. It's been a couple years since they've been here, so we're excited to have both this power couple back, Pastor Mel and Pastor Kim. But for our first service, Pastor Kim is going to break the bread of life for us this morning. All the way from Windsor, Canada, co-pastor of the City Church of Windsor, Canada, City of Hope, will you give God your best praise for our sister. Now, I don't like these people. I love these people, right? Will you give God your best praise for Pastor Kim Freeman as she comes? She is good. point your hands to her right now and shall preach, Pastor Kim. Come on, say that again. Shall preach, Pastor Kim. In Jesus' name, amen. God
1: bless you. God bless you. It's good to be in the house city of hope. It's good to be home. It's good to... Be reconnected with my friends that I've made here over the years. I am so blessed to be in your presence this morning. And we said we were going to do whatever it took to be here with you today. Amen. You got to look at your neighbor and say, sometimes you got to press. Some things don't just come easy. Sometimes you got to learn to press. Amen. Mighty God, I thank you for this house. I thank you for the man and the woman of God over this house, Lord. I thank you for the leadership and the supporters, God. God, I thank you for every soul that's represented here, God. God, be yourself in their life, God. Be what they need you to be, Lord. God, not always what we want, God, but what we need this morning, God. So God, I ask that you bless me, your servant, God, as I humble myself before you, God. God, use me as a vessel of honor this morning, God. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. You may be seated. I have to tell you this morning that I opened with that push because it's not always easy to get where you need to be. It's sometimes easier to get where you want to be than get where you need to be. You got to hear me this morning Because sometimes when you want something You put a little more effort behind it But when it's what you need But you don't think you need it Oh come on somebody Talk to me this morning I'm telling you I, We just came from Europe yesterday And we went on a vacation And, and I've never been on a vacation like this before Because uh, you know sometimes when you go on vacation Everything just works out smooth That's what vacation is supposed to be, smooth. Look at your neighbor and just say, smooth. But this wasn't one of those kind of vacations. This was a a vacation that I had to have fun on purpose. It started out with us getting to the airport and we're unloading the, 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 the transport to get my luggage out and I look back at my husband and he's standing there by the curb like this we all got our luggage and we're rolling and I look back and he's standing there and you gotta know my husband he's very particular about his clothes so it was a test right from the jump no luggage so we had no time to hesitate to even figure out where the luggage disappeared to because we had to catch our flight And we got on that plane, and I just looked at him. He said, Honey, I'm trying. I'm trying. I said, I know. And sometimes word can't help people. You just got to be quiet and pray. Sometimes talking makes it worse. And after 27 years of marriage, I learned to shut up in moments like that. Come on, somebody. You know we come for the marriage seminar often so you guys know we're just a keep it real kind of couple. Sometimes you just gotta shut up. So in this persevering time, I'm telling you, we went from luggage being lost to money coming up missing in one of our rooms to not being able to go to certain ports. I, I'm not even gonna dwell on the clothing thing because my husband... Is a, is a solid man, he's a big beef steak. In Europe, they like them little Slim Jims, but I like a piece of beef, come on somebody. And trying to find clothes was a whole nother challenge for him. But what I began to reflect on and just, I said, God, let me just get alone with you. So I got up early one morning, I just went up on the deck and I'm walking around the cruise ship just looking, and there was a piece of land that was so far in the distance and it was clouded over. And the Lord dropped this in my spirit that just because you don't have clarity of what you were heading for, doesn't mean that it's not still there it doesn't mean that God's not still in it but sometimes you just got to take what you have and enjoy what's in front of you and not worry about what you don't have or what you've lost because the word of God says in John 10 and 10 that the thief comes but to still to kill, and to destroy. You got to remember that we have an adversary that he's not only after your eternity, but he's after your time. This morning I'm here to talk to you about time. Your time is a commodity that you only get once in life. Time is the most valuable commodity because you can never regain the time that you've wasted or that you've lost. And the enemy knows if he can't stop you from moving forward and what God has called you to do and what God has called you to be, he'll try to invade your time he'll he'll try and cause hurdles during your time so that you'll stop running the race that God has so easily set before you he'll try and get you to second guess and doubt your steps so that you'll stop running and start walking come on somebody time and I began to think about it just life and time and time that I can't get back but even the time I can't get back I can't relish over it what I have to do is grab hold of the time that I've got in front of me when we were in Rome my daughter she got in the the car with us and She had had money taken from her room and she was so upset because my daughter has went through a lot of adversity and her health and she did, she worked so hard to get on this vacation. She invested time, she invested sweat, she invested in her body to be there on that vacation and when the enemy came in and stole what she had worked so hard for, she just got in the car and was ready to give up hope. I looked across the seat at her and I said, Tiffany, the enemy may have taken your money but don't give him your trip and I'm here to tell some of you this morning the enemy may have taken your marriage but don't give up the trip He may have taken your job, but don't give up the trip. He may have taken your health, but don't give up the trip. You got to understand that what the devil intends for evil, God's got a plan. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the author, the beginning and the end. And if we believe that our God is sovereign and mighty and he holds all time and the world in his hand, then you have to believe that what has thrown at you he cannot destroy you or rob you from what God has for you he's a thief he can't stop me see you need to look in the mirror every morning and say devil you can't stop me the only one that can stop me is me because of God before me Who can be against me? He said that my steps were ordered before the foundations of the earth. All I have to do is walk them out. You need to look every day in the mirror. Devil, you can't stop me. You can't rob from me because if anything that you take, it has to be replaced with increase. I just found out this morning that Bishop is about to have double for his trouble. Oh my Lord, I look... I said twins hallelujah come on y'all need to be rejoicing see the challenge we have in the body of Christ is you don't know what it costs me you don't know what it costs me to be here today I I make my life look good baby see that's your problem you might be going through hell and people looking at you because you're still smiling they don't know what the cost is that you're paying they don't know the pain that you've been through they don't know the sacrifice they don't know the brokenness they don't know the perseverance that you had to press through but instead of you looking and envying somebody across the aisle or looking on the podium envying somebody you don't know the cost of perseverance you don't know the pain I could relish over the fact that my my nephew just got called into the CFL and he's so excited but nobody knows the cost oh that's nice you got drafted no you don't know the cost Only those that have been there know the cost. They know what it is to go through ejection. They know what it is to go through the pain. They know what it is to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and hit the gym and start running and start pressing weights. But you only see the outcome of what's done in secret. You only see it openly. So you can't value the cost. You can't get angry at other people because they've invested and they've looked at time and they value time. You all have a 24 hour clock. What are you doing with yours? Time is more valuable than money. If you learn to handle your time, then God will entrust you with money and teach you how to handle your money. But you'd rather be envious of people who have money instead of asking how did they get the money? you'd rather be envious of somebody because they got the body you want instead of asking how did they get the body that you want you so busy looking at plastic surgery you think everybody took the shortcut but everybody ain't taking shortcuts baby everybody ain't running to the doctor some people are still running to the gym come on somebody as the body of Christ we have to understand that God called us to be stewards good stewards and we start stewardship at finances, but stewardship is your time, your talent, and your money if I don't have a dollar when I was broke and I had no money to put in the offering I served in the house of the Lord I scrubbed toilets I vacuumed I did children's ministry I did everything that I could to honor my God and my king with my time and my talent I didn't have the money but I said God all that I have I present myself a living sacrifice holy and acceptable God God this is my reasonable service for what you delivered me from for how you restored my mind God the doctors couldn't give it back but God can give it back and when you make up your mind to be a good steward and you begin to manage your time see many people the one attack remember I told you John 10 and 10 he's a thief he comes to steal to kill and to destroy Don't make that so one-dimensional in your life because we serve an adversary. We serve a God who has an adversary and the adversary is not one-dimensional. He'll come at you in unconventional ways. He'll come at you in ways that you're not expected because he's a warrior. He's in a a battle for he wants the worship. He wants the praise of God. He wants the kingdom of God. And if you're a part of the kingdom, then he wants to enslave you and all that you have to be a servant to him. See, sometimes we forget we have an adversary. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy if he can't get you to stop coming to church he'll mess you up in church (laughs) oh you think just because you made it this morning that's it oh honey you need to quit looking at the building and put your hand on your chest and say I am the church I am the church and the God that I serve is bigger than wood and mortar the God that I serve is bigger than these four walls the God that I serve is the God of all creation the God that I serve will be and will always be as always been he's not bound by time So what the enemy will try and get you to do, if he can't get you to stop serving God and coming to church, he'll start throwing in hurdles in your life. Because he said, I come not only to kill, to steal, and to destroy, I can steal your joy. I can steal your hope. I can steal your perseverance. I can steal your servant's heart. I can steal from you. I can still rob you with circumstances. When life hits you and things don't work out the way that you want, the enemy will will try and throw a hurdle at you to get you to falter and to fall and to stop running but the word of God says a righteous man falls seven times but he gets back up you need to get up this morning and realize what was taken I can be redeemed through the king of kings and the lord of lords I don't know who I'm here to talk to this morning but some of you have been ready to throw in the towel why should I keep trying every time I get up I fall again every time I put my hand to it it falls apart again every time I want another relationship he walks out again every time I try and love on her she cheats on me whatever the circumstance is you know what I found out the devil tries to do every time God brings you an answer of a prayer he'll remind you of the hurdle of the past because if he can't stop you from moving what he'll do is try and paralyze you with what happened yesterday he'll try and rob you of your future and your destiny by the pain of yesterday he'll try and rob you of what God had intended for you by the pain so it will begin to paralyze you so do you begin to guard again or do I open my hearts again it happens to us in ministry all the time I trusted them I loved them but they stabbed me they hurt me they betrayed me but I gotta learn to keep my arms open and love again I gotta have a Jesus mentality as he hung on the cross he said Father forgive them for they know not what they do we don't battle again flesh and blood but against principalities and powers we're not battling against one another the enemy will use whosoever he will that's why the word of God tells us as believers as a believer, as a follower as a disciple of Jesus Christ he said you gotta be aware that your members are not used for unrighteousness you ever notice you start picking up momentum and I, I started thinking about hurdlers running track you know I, I just I watch you know it's one thing to be a sprinter and to run a straight shot but I look at those hurdlers man they get them steps ta 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 and they be clearing them Jack and I'm like they, it seems like they couldn't go that fast in them little steps but they get that momentum and a rhythm and there's something about having a momentum and rhythm in time and if the enemy can disrupt your momentum and your rhythm if I can disrupt your routine if I can disrupt you then I can throw you off your game I can distract you I can begin to steal from you in a way that you don't even know that you're being robbed You don't even know that the whole time is going on they're robbing you you think you can't get any better so you stay with somebody who doesn't value you you think life can't get any better so you stay in a job that doesn't appreciate you when God is trying to put such a press on you and allow what the enemy is intending for evil he's trying to press you into your promise he's trying to press you see the enemy wants you to think that he's destroying you and God has forsaken you but sometimes because you won't move on your own sometimes you won't listen to the voice of God on your own so God will allow the adversary to put pressure on you He will. oh you don't think that God allows the enemy he said have you considered my servant Job baby God I'm being so good God I'm serving I'm tithing I'm sacrificing I'm there for usher meeting every week I love my neighbor and they don't love me why come on man y'all do it too y'all just do it in the garage when nobody's looking why I'm good, God. I'm being good. You want me to go back to what I used to be? Come on, don't you love it when we threaten God? You want me to go back, God? You're making me go back. God ain't make you go back. What He's doing, he's allowing the enemy to press you into something better than what you have. I've learned not to hold on to stuff so tight. I've learned not to hold on to things so tight because what I may think is the best is only a step to better what I might think is the, the mountaintop is only a step to the next valley, come on somebody cause see the valley is where you gain strength, the valley is where you gain nutrients, the valley is where you gain wisdom, the valley is where you gain uh, uh, intimacy with God, the mountaintop is where you go to see that you're more than a conqueror, you're an overcomer that God is with me he'll never leave me nor forsake me it's beautiful how we can quote all those scriptures on the mount but when God says it's time to go to the next peak but the only way to the next peak is through the next valley you asked God for everything over there he, you thought he was just going to transcend you from mountaintop to mountaintop Don't you know you're not equipped for the next mountain until you get through the next valley? Because with the next mountain tuck, you have to have more wisdom than you have today. You have to have more tenacity than you had yesterday. You have to have more patience than you had yesterday. You have to have more faith than you had yesterday. You have to have more love and forgiveness and you have to blossom in the fruit of your spirit. And the only way that blossoming occurs is there has to be a pruning times and cycles in God times and cycles but I want you to identify today the hurdles you gotta start not just for the one trial not just in this season but take the lesson from this season into the next season I see so many people go, I've already been through this, but you haven't gotten it. And if God's gonna allow his nation to keep going through seasons until they get it, if he loves them just as much as he loves us, he's gonna keep having you go through seasons till you get it. Because God will not set you up to be tempted in the next season. He will not set you up and give you something that will cause you to fall into sin. But what he will do is he'll equip you and he'll prepare you for the promotion of your tomorrow. But you gotta be a faithful steward in your today. With your time, your talent, and and your tithe time time we all take it for granted we all say what about all tomorrow and I love the wine old song tomorrow I don't know about you but when I was in a backslidden state I'd sing that song all the time be crying ah, tomorrow come on but tonight I want to go to the club because I got tomorrow come on that's what we did we took time for granted and I thank God for his mercy and his grace he has the ability to restore what we've squandered but you can't get your youth back Come on, somebody. Trust me, I've seen all kinds of people on that ship trying to get their youth back. You can't get it back. Every day you need to get up with a plan and a purpose, on purpose. God, I'm getting up today with a purpose. And my purpose might not seem like a whole lot to you. But if I could just touch one life for Jesus. If I could just encourage somebody not to give up. If I could just love on somebody who is unlovable. If I could just represent my Lord and my Savior just one more day. If I could just say God whatever you would have me to do today God I'm yours. Here I am Lord send me. And look that's not for the faint of heart. Don't pray it if you don't mean it because God will send you and you'll think you've arrived at the final destination only to have him take it all away and send you back where you came from and then you gotta learn to rejoice in going back come on somebody How do I know? God removed us from our hometown and sent us to Florida for six years to pastor. And we made many friends and touched many lives and it was an awesome experience. And he said, but this season is over. Now if you trust me, let go of what I've given you because what's in front of you is greater than what's behind you. It didn't make sense. God, how do you have me leave my family, my home, my job? I I was a police officer for 18 years. I resigned and went to Florida, and things were wonderful. Things were great. And then all of a sudden, the doors began to shut. God, what did I do? God, did I miss it? God, and I would walk around my swimming pool every night praying, God, I don't understand. I don't understand. And the word that the Lord gave us was this Your ways are not my ways and after a while it's all going to make sense that might sound cute to you but when your whole life is being flipped upside down when you've sacrificed everything for the kingdom when you've sacrificed everything for the king and then your children are mad at you you and your husband aren't on one accord and it seems like everything that you put your hand to has fallen apart and it hasn't prospered like the word of God said it would you begin to doubt and second guess yourself and then God gives you a word. I took a marker, a crayon, and I scribbled on a, a lined piece of paper. Your ways are not my ways. And after a while, it'll all make sense. And I put it on my fridge. It looked so ratty and torn up, but you know what? I left it just like that because that was the state that I felt like I was in. And I didn't know how God was gonna work it out. And I began to just pray and say God I don't understand I don't understand But I trust you I don't understand But I trust you I don't understand But I trust you And he told me You don't have to understand As long as you keep trusting me Because I am the Alpha and Omega I am your God I created you I knew you while you were in your mother's womb I knit you together Everything about you I put in place I gave you all of your attributes Now just trust me we go back to Canada, no job, no house, no church, no nothing. Then you've got to humble yourself because guess what everybody's saying? Failures. You're a failure. You come, you went there with high aspirations, you come back with nothing. I said I came back with an experience that I can't change people say "Well, you change one thing I can't change anything because if I change one thing I wouldn't be who I am today if I change one thing I wouldn't know you if I change one thing I wouldn't have touched that life I can't change the pain for the promise I have to have the pain with the promise you can't have the promise without the pain you've got to go through God's timing and his seasons you've got to trust him through the pain when you feel like throwing in the towel you've got to know that God is going to send somebody that will speak into your life and encourage you and breathe hope back into you your church is not called city of hope for anything you are supposed to be a church that restores the hope of your community when everybody else is hopeless you've got to redeem them with hope don't you love when you go somewhere with an agenda because my agenda was I am never pastoring again God I quit I handed in my resignation I said I'm not doing it again I'll be a servant come on don't you like that I'm going to be a servant, guy I'm going to serve I'll go back to cleaning toilets and teaching Sunday school but I don't want the podium I don't want the microphone I don't want the responsibility I don't want it I didn't see just the good I seen the bad and the ugly and I went home and I told my husband I said honey whatever church you pick we'll go to I just go wherever you go I'm gonna go and I sat home for about four weeks I couldn't even watch television ministry because I knew too many people I wanted no part of any of it I wanted God and God by himself come on y'all know what I'm talking about when people disappoint you organizations disappoint you situations disappoint you you want to quit you want to give up on everything but you have to know that the body of Christ God said Peter upon you I'm going to build the church the rock I'm going to build you and the gates of hell will not prevail against it the gates of hell will not be able to withstand what I'm building in my people and every week my husband would come home and he'd say, honey, um, that's not it and every week the Holy Spirit would say I brought you back to start a ministry and every week I'd say, God, I'll only pastor again if you do this and every week my husband would come back and say something else and God began to deal with me and we went to our friend's church in Florida and I, and I sat in the back And the worship team began to worship my life is not my own to you I belong I give myself away and as I'm standing there the Holy Spirit said you said when I came in and saved you from your brokenness you said when I restored your marriage you said When I gave you your mind back, you said. When I gave you your peace back, you said. My life is not my own. I said it to him. To you I belong. Give myself to you, Lord. And when they began to worship that song, the tears began to fall down my face. And I began to weep in the service. I didn't care if anybody knew I was Pastor Kim. I didn't care if anybody seen me cry. I wasn't worried because I was no good to anybody else at that point because I was broken, I was bruised, I was wounded. I was in the valley. And the Holy Spirit began to deal with me and tell me to get up, get up. You said you trusted me. You said you trusted me. You said your life was a living sacrifice you said give it back to me and I was like Lord I know I said all that but I don't have the strength I don't know how to forgive I don't know how to let go because my life had been ravaged by the enemy and he had that it paralyzed me to not want to move forward anybody ever been there oh it happens to us too it happens to leaders too all the time and I was stuck my husband couldn't get me out my old pastor couldn't get me out my friends couldn't get me out my family couldn't get me out a television evangelist couldn't get me out I tried to read my Bible and it was like I couldn't absorb anything I couldn't get out and I couldn't get out and I said God I don't know how to get out of this and he just kept saying trust me trust me And it seemed like things got worse before they got better. Come on, somebody. I'm still talking about time. And it was about a two year process. No, it was a year exactly. A year exactly. And I went back home and I just began to just, if all I could do was walk through my house and call on the name of Jesus. All I had was his name, but don't you know that that name is greater than any name? If all you have is the name of Jesus, you still have the victory. Don't you let the devil think you lost. Because Jesus, that name Jesus, it says that every time you call on the name of Jesus, every demon in hell trembles. Every time you call on the name of Jesus, everything that's trying to rise up against you begins to shake. Don't you quit calling on the name of Jesus because He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be with you always. And then I began to feel His presence again. I still didn't want church, I still didn't want people, but if I just could get back to Jesus, and He told me, Kim, I never left you I've always been here with you but I had to take you through the pain I had to take you through the process so that you could get to the promise I had to take you through something so that was what was in your yesterday could not hold your tomorrow hostage because when you get to the promise no one can take credit you won't owe anybody anything but me your worship you won't have to do a a favor for anybody because you've done it all through the blood of the lamb and that time was one of the most difficult seasons of my life and the enemy had ravaged my mind into believing I was lost and I wasted everything but God, church don't ever stop pressing. Don't ever stop pushing. If the only praise you have is Jesus, then that's more than enough if all you can do is get out of bed and walk through your day then that's more than enough as long as you keep calling on the name of Jesus and I thought that season was squandered but in that season strongholds of my past were broken off me my insecurities began to shatter at my feet the strongholds that I didn't even know were still in my life generational curses began to fall off because God had stripped me back to my bare bones where it was just about me and him, my husband couldn't fix it, my children couldn't fix it, the church couldn't fix it my savior had to fix it, he put me through the process and through the pain. So that I could walk out my promise. Never give up the process. Because it's directly connected to your promise. Identify when the enemy's throwing hurdles. That God is going to use every evil work for your good. God has not turned against you. But he knows what's best for you. And if you trust him. that, That thing that's in the back of your head. That haunts you at night when nobody else is there. If you trust him. And you go through the process. He'll silence the voices and he'll redeem your identity and he'll show you exactly who he called you to be in the face of adversity. And when you come out on the other side, you can look back and say, Devil, you should not have done it. You shouldn't have come against me because I'm stronger. I'm faster. I'm more focused. I'm more powerful. I'm more anointed. And what you thought was going to take you down yesterday won't be able to take you down in your tomorrow because you went through the process it takes time time is not your enemy God is not bound by time I don't care what it says on your birth certificate God's timing is perfect you gotta know that in your season when God brings it to fruition to the fullness, when God gets you where you're supposed to be it'll be a comfortable place, it'll be a place where you're confident in who he is in you you won't have to worry about what your weaknesses and your strengths are because you will already have went through the process you'll know that if God is for you, who can be against you you'll know that when the hurdles come you gotta learn how to just change your stride sometimes you don't have to jump everything sometimes now I look I used to challenge things oh I'm going to take you down now I just walk up and knock it over I don't have to fight every hurdle sometimes I just walk up and knock it over see because by nature I'm a fighter by nature I'm a person that if you tell me I can't I'll show you I can by nature my nature God made me that way because he said that the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against the church that means the devil's gates can't stop me that means I can kick the gates of hell wide open one thing I found interesting in Europe I was standing in the Roman Colosseum Looking around, and I was thinking, "Wow, Rome, Roman gladiators, and we went to the the Vatican City and St Peter's Cathedral and Nero, and they still had you know different statues and things, and i 'm looking around, and I said, You know what God is so funny? You said the gates of hell cannot prevail against your church, and all of these nations and kingdoms that came against Christianity, all of these These, uh... Uh, these men of power that tried to destroy and, and murder the church and destroy and silence the church, they're dead and gone, and all that's left are relics of their existence. But your church is still standing, your kingdom is still standing, God. We're still pressing against the gates of hell. God, whatever the enemy tried to throw at them, they would not be deterred, they would not be delayed, they would not be denied. This morning, you got to get a fight in you. That I've still got time baby and as long as I got a breath it's going to the king as long as I've got time on my clock I'm going to serve him with all that I am and all that I have it might not look like much to you but the widow's might didn't look like much to the rich man but to Jesus it looked like everything the only person that you need to be worried about is Jesus you got to be thinking all you want to hear him say is well done thy good and faithful servant I'm not your servant I'm his servant and as long as I hear him say well done thy good and faithful servant enter in to the joys of the Lord I don't have to worry about what people say I don't have to worry about what people think I silence the voices of my critics you know why because their voices don't matter <laughs> because I found out the more I give it's not enough if I don't give enough I need to give more if I give more I need to give less if I dress in pants then I need to wear a dress if I wear a dress I need to wear pants if my hair is short it needs to be long if my hair is long it needs to be short you cannot silence your critics time robbers Used by the enemy to steal kill and destroy all of those things are after your time all of those things that preoccupy you with something other than your call in the kingdom whatever preoccupies you against the call that God has on your life whatever tries to dissuade you from what God is calling you to do is motivated by the kingdom of darkness it's against God himself but you gotta know that if you persevere if you can just keep standing just don't stop just don't quit just don't give up don't just throw in the towel get up get up if all you got to do is get up then get up we all go through seasons like that we all go through times like that but you got to recognize and identify the hurdle and start saying this isn't meant to destroy me I'm just going to be better this isn't meant to hurt me I'm just going to be better I used to have a coach that tell me all the time when we were conditioning for basketball season he'd say Kim you might feel like you're going to throw up now but you're going to thank me in overtime baby you might feel like you going to throw up now but you're going to thank God in the overtime because he's going to throw you into a gear that your adversary can't keep up with you because he said you'll mount up on wings as eagles you'll run and not grow weary you'll walk and you won't faint he's telling you that you have to learn to let God condition you trust him in the timing 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 when I was 30 years old I turned 30 and I thought I was out of time it's a little joke between me and Holy Ghost because when I turned 30 I said God man I missed my moment I remember going up to prayer and saying did I miss my moment and the minister looked at me and she said you can't miss what God has for you if you just keep pursuing them and I looked at her and I was like yeah but I have to tell you from 30 to 51 baby life just got better life just got better I didn't think life could get any better but life just keeps getting better it's not to say you're not going to have challenges as long as you're breathing there's going to be a hurdle you just got to know how to conquer your hurdles you just got to learn how to identify the hurdles and what they're there for don't let the hurdles stop you from running, you just got to know how to attack the hurdle, if you have hesitation you're going to hit the hurdle if you if you doubt yourself you're going to knock yourself over at the hurdle, but you just got to know that the hurdles are going to be there, you might have a stretch without a hurdle and you'll be able to pick up speed and momentum, but don't grow uh, uh, lackadaisical for a better word don't don't get distracted and think well there's no more hurdles for the rest of my life no there's hurdles it's always going to be a hurdle but with every hurdle comes new heights with every hurdle you're going to become stronger I want you all to stand to your feet this morning with some of you this morning may have just hit a hurdle in life it may have tripped you up it may have caused you to fall some of you you've just got the bruise on your shin and it's causing you to walk different you can't forget the pain of the last hurdle you hit it's trying to make you avoid the next hurdle that's in front of you something about remembering the pain and remembering the past in a positive way if you can grow from it and learn from it and have a testimony about it it will cause you to overcome every hurdle that's in front of you your approach may be different your attack may be different but with every hurdle you'll go to another height Pastor Kim, it's easy for you to say this morning, no, baby, I still got marks on my shins from some of the hurdles. Some things leave scars, but the scar just reminds me, it reminds me that that hurdle, it didn't stop me. It didn't stop me. I got through it. It didn't stop me. I learned from it. I learned what never to do again. I grew from it. I pressed into God more and I trusted myself less. I pressed into God more and I trusted people less. Come on. You've got one king in your life and his name's Jesus. With every head bow and every eye closed. Mighty God in the name of Jesus, Lord. You do nothing by mistake, Lord. And every person that's under the sound of my voice was meant to be here today. God, some are rejoicing in their spirit, God, because they overcame the hurdle. Some are still walking different because they hit the hurdle. And some are still on the ground because they dropped at the hurdle. But God, no matter what state we are in, You've never left us. And God is telling you today to get up, keep pressing, keep striving, keep trusting. In Jesus' name, Bishop Terrell, come on.
0: Come on, lift those hands all over this building. Close those eyes. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the Lord. Come on, help us worship,
1: team.
0: I want you to take a few moments and just talk to the Lord. Everything is happening in God's timing. You made it to this moment through the journey over the hurdles pitfalls and it's happening exactly how God planned it. So God, this morning I stand in the strength of my journey. I stand in the lessons of my journey. I respond in the power that was put on me by my journey. And I'm on your time And I'm in your cycle. And it shall work out the way you planned it over my life. And I give you praise for it. So this morning, I give my life to you. I give myself to you. I give my effort, my energy, I give my pain. I give all the things that were holding me back, dragging me back, keeping me from moving forward. God, I give him over to you this morning. I withhold nothing. And I pressed toward the mark that I thought I could never I pushed toward the mark that I forgot that I was supposed to be running toward I pressed toward a mark that I thought you had forsaken me with Because of your gracious power Because of your grace and your power We honor you in the name of Jesus Will somebody give God a hand? Praise while the worship team sings. if you love the Lord and you're grateful for this sermon, give God a worship this morning. Give Him a worship. What a powerful word by Pastor Kim. Give God a worship. Give Him a worship. Yes, He's worthy. Yes, He's with you. He was there the whole time. He was in the journey all the way. He never left you. He never forsook you. God, we bless you for it now. We're thankful to you, God. I can trust you, Lord. I can trust you, Lord. You never left me, and now I can trust you on the next leg. We bless you, God. this house, you're saying, Pastor, I am not born again. I've never given my life to Jesus Christ, and today I want to give my life to Christ. Here's what I need you to do, City of Hope. I need everybody that is blood-washed and born again to bow your head and begin to pray for that person, that individual that needs to say yes to Jesus, that desires to say yes. Or maybe you've fallen backwards in your journey. Maybe you have given up ground and you're saying, I want to rededicate my life to the Lord this morning i want to give you the space to hear the spirit of the Lord speak to you. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I want you praying for a soul, praying for souls today. They may appear in this service, may appear in the next, but I want you to pray for a soul today. And if that's you, if it's you, pastor, that's me this morning. I want you to slip your hand up high in the air. I want to pray with you. I've fallen back, and I want to give my life to Christ. I've fallen back, and I want to give my life to Christ. Wave your hand at me. Wave your hand. I'm sending somebody to pray with you right now. I'm sending somebody to pray with you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.